Hey everyone and welcome back to It's Good To Talk here on uh, YouTube, brought to you by the Let's Chat YouTube channel. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about uh, girl gamers, basically women in gaming, especially when it comes to things like Twitch. Uh, with me I have a uh, TikTok um, creator as well as a Twitch partner in Sophie, also as you may know her better as Kadea, which I've just learned how to say because it's just a lot of letters when I see it. Um, I'm going to blame my dyslexia on that. So um, <laughs> how are you doing, Sophie? I'm okay. <laughs> um, we tried to film this before, but I was feeling a bit ill last week. But this week, she's back. She's great. She's happy. She's energized, ready for a long chat. <laughs> so if you're a, a troll that's going to be going onto a Twitch channel, you're fucked this week, basically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will not hold back. <laughs> yes. So um, those of you that don't know, if you've come across either me um, or Sophie on our Twitch channels, neither of us really hold back with the trolls. Um, screw you basically if you're gonna come on there and be nasty um i think i can uh speak for if you're gonna come on there and you're genuinely asking questions that could be trolly but you're actually asking questions i'm like we're fine with that because you're probably probably trying to learn but just because we're on twitch and i'm mental health and um sophie is you know a female gamer i have small mean... amount of patience yes it Good doesn't luck. mean you can <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't mean you can mess us about. We're both going to tell you to do one. So there you go. Um, so we talked a little bit before we started recording about the term itself of girl gamer and how actually it comes with a lot of issues itself. So what do you what do you kind of think about the, the term? Obviously, you don't have that much of a problem with it because you've you've kind of you've been hit with it so much that it's just bouncing off now. But what do you think about it in, in terms of the, the whole kind of Twitch situation and, and everywhere else as well? Yeah, as I said before we started recording, it definitely has some interesting connotations. And I say interesting because some are negative and some are definitely positive. Some people use girl gamer as a phrase just to kind of set them apart. And some people will use girl gamer as an insult, which doesn't make any sense to me at all. But you know how people can be. So, um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot that could be said. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is and as I said, as you've, as you've already said, I, I don't mind it. I've always been in male-dominated areas, whether it's gaming, whether it's streaming, or where I work. I work in IT and have done for over 10 years now. Like, I am so used to it that I, I just, I don't even care at this point. <laughs> it's, it's so interesting. Everyone I, I speak to on here, no matter what the subject is, they seem to have some connection with IT. It's quite funny. Um, I got a guest from last week who is a martial artist and stunt performer, used to work as a website designer. It's, we all come back to IT, I don't know how. Um, but yeah, so Girl Gamer obviously is used, um, as you say, derogatory for, for some people. It's thrown at people. I think potentially, do you find there's an area that, you're, that you have it thrown at you in a manner that's derogatory more on Twitch or on TikTok? Because obviously you're quite big on both. So is there one that's more kind of toxic? <laughs> um, I think I find more toxic people on Twitch than I do on TikTok, definitely. And I don't know if that has something to do with the type of people following me on TikTok. Like, let's be honest, there's a lot of very young people on TikTok and maybe they just haven't really learned those stereotypes just yet, which is great. Obviously, I do get toxicity on there. I'm not saying that TikTok is like fantastic in any way. Everywhere on the internet, nowhere is safe. Uh, but on Twitch, like there's a bit more of like you can kind of remain anonymous hide behind a username and they'll just come in and insult you no matter what you're wearing no matter what you're doing you can be playing a game not playing a game wearing a vest wearing a fucking polo top and people will still come in and show you that hate and it, it does suck but it's quite easy to deal with at least yeah i mean my my 
my favorite if that's the right word so far on your um twitch channel because unsurprisingly guys yes i do actually speak and interact with the people i have on the show um i i saw on your uh was it two or three weeks ago somebody just randomly come in and just said um is four inches big enough or something just randomly <laughs> yeah with no with like no conversation just like there you go what <laughs> so all the immediate coming in and just being like do you have a boyfriend like no one should have like no one should want to know or need to know if a twitch streamer is single in a relationship or anything like that it doesn't make any sense to me and from what i've heard from my uh, male friends who are streamers and content creators they don't get asked quite as frequently as i do and they never say a hello how are you it's just instantly straight in do you have a boyfriend no like what gender are you even into? <laughs> Just straight in yeah. with that. And I'm like, the disrespect. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, I've, I've had, I have had some of it and it's one of those things where um, it feels incredibly weird to me. Whereas as a female creator, it's probably kind of, oh, it's this again. Whereas like I say, for you, it's just a day-to-day -day thing. For me, I'm there going, wait, what, what? What the fuck are you doing that? Why are you here doing that? Like, um, it, it, it is weird, but that's kind of the point as well, is that there's such a difference between it. There's there always this bullshit about, you know, oh, it's so much easier for a female creator. It's like, even if, let's just say the bullshit of like, oh, supposedly they like the look of you, so they're going to follow quicker. I don't necessarily believe that's true at all. However, let's just assume it is. They then have, have to deal with all your bullshit. I have a contradicting opinion to you, I think. <laughs> oh, no, well, I was going to say, they then, you then have to deal with all the continued bullshit throughout <laughs> it. So even, even if you have a spike in followers, even if that's an assumptive thing that we take as being true, which I don't necessarily agree with, um, there is then the fact that you're dealing with a hell of a lot more bullshit than someone like me is. And so that's where it kind of gets thrown back. But uh, if you may be contradicting, I don't know. <laughs> I think in my head, like I... I believe that pretty privilege is a thing. It is not just for women, it's for men as well. And that is in everything, in every career, not just on Twitch streaming. But here's the thing, I, I believe that people will follow content creators because they find them attractive. And that, that's not just like random people. I will say that I have clicked on people's streams because I thought they were attractive. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm human, okay? I'm attracted to other humans. <laughs> and it's not in a, oh, I wanna know if they're single sort of way, just that they're pleasing to my eye, I'm going to click on their stream. So I think in general, yeah, um, you might get more people coming to your stream, but being attractive can't be your only thing. If you don't have a personality, they're not gonna stay, they're not gonna follow. So yeah. yes, people, you can get more clicks, but people won't stay. People won't stay for just an attraction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I usually have the joke because I, I made affiliate in seven days. So I, I, I kind of make the joke of, because um, I, all I do is talk on Twitch. I don't do anything else. And I'm mainly um, followed by Americans. So I always just make the joke that I know the only reason you're, you're following me is my voice and my dimples. I, that's fine. Mm, that's um, another but... <laughs> good point. I, I, whenever I hear an interesting accent, I'm like, oh, I just want to stay here and I want you to talk to me all day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have so many people from a, a literally a specific part of America that's just because I have similar to re receive pronunciation um, and they just kind of go, oh, British, English, yes. Um, but yeah, obviously, the, um, as I say, the flip side of that is I, don't, I do get some bullshit occasionally. I had someone a few weeks ago come in and, come in and ask if they could kill me, which was an interesting one. Um, but uh, yes, and I, I told them to fuck off 
and they then, they then requested, they requested to be unbanned and said that I was being, um, I, I was being uh, quite rude. And I'm like, right. asked if you could kill me. Um, but sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, but the stuff that you get, do you find that it's particularly gendered at all? Because I know, I know that men get a lot of toxicity. Women get a lot of toxicity. Non-binaries get a lot of toxicity. It's just that the only gendered hate seems to go towards women. Absolutely. I was going to say about that is that I don't get it as much. And if it, I do get it, it's mainly on the, in my head, the, way, the reason I get it is because there's people that see the mental health tagline and go, I can go and they're going to be a soft touch. Um, and then realize actually, no, fuck you. Um, and they get, they get a surprise. But whenever I've seen toxicity against um, the female creators that I, that I follow, which I'm actually pretty 50, 50 with the people I interact with, but whenever I see it on their streams, it's always, Oh, you know, look at you. It's all, it's all that kind of assumed bullshit that, you know, we deserve to look at you because you're on Twitter, all that kind of crap. Um, and actually, like, I know some, some streamers, um, and I mean, I've been into this on, on Twitch more, but I've, I've had some, some streamers um, that, as far as I'm concerned, are the reason I'm actually even here today. And they're, they're attractive females, but they do nothing to kind of point out the fact that they're attractive. It's not like they're randomly doing something to, you know, a, a makeup tutorial on their Twitch. They're, they're gaming. They're doing nothing else but gaming and, and occasionally talking about politics. And that's it. You know, they don't do anything else, but they still get the same bullshit, which I, I, I mean, I've seen it on yours, so I know you do. But um, I mean, I don't know. How have, you, how have you found it over the time you've been on there? Because you've been on Twitch way longer than I have. So yeah, I think like five or six no more than five years like i started in university so about 20 2013 2014 something like that a very long time ago but i was very on and off throughout university to do with my like yeah. workload and things like that so i have been there a while and uh things have been pretty bad the entire time but as i said it, it's it's very manageable uh, i wish it wasn't a thing and yeah it, you, you could be bringing no attention to yourself just having a face face cam like every other streamer and you will still get hate because there are people who for some reason they feel better to put others down yeah and they, again they see women as easy targets they have loads of sexist and misogynist things to say they have loads of things to say about your appearance and it's just like it's not pleasant because I know that there are a lot of women on Twitch who are a lot younger than me and when I was in my early 20s if I was streaming and I was on the internet then I, I didn't have quite so much self-esteem. My self-confidence is like so good now. But when I was younger, not so much. And I feel like it would have really affected me. So I just try and do my best to combat it and tell people that's not okay because I don't want them to go into other female streams and do that and actually like leave a lasting impression on them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I literally have it in the kind of library behind me. So um... <laughs> I'm only a few pages in. <laughs> I'm getting there. Just, just in general, that's a statement for everyone yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, they don't like. There's no. There's, there's, there's no owing to anything. I mean, yeah, you've definitely been on longer than me. I started my very first stream was August twenty fourth last year. So yeah, I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very new. Yes, I am. I'm a Twitch baby. Um, but it, it's, it is so, so weird because you get different um, sets of toxicity in different streams. You get different people watching, but the one that's always seems to be there underlying for, for female creators is that, that bullshit of, oh, you're a female. And there's a lot more gatekeeping I find as well. Um, oh like, God, like, the gatekeeping. <laughs> I've never heard any male, I know, I know it must happen somewhere, but I've never mm -hmm. heard any male get told off for 
the way they play a game or what they want to play or you know anything like that whereas a second a female creates that oh i want to do this oh well you're not a true person because you don't do this or you don't know this it's like what the fuck are you on about it's just like i'm sorry to any gamers out there but it's just a game like for fuck's <laughs> sake it is just a game and i will point out at this point um because we uh, talked about it beforehand is that the funny thing for for us is that for a lot of people especially twitch if they um saw both uh, me and sophie um immediately they'd probably assume that um sophie was the non-gamer or the one just playing some games and i was the gamer there is no gaming on my channel whatsoever <laughs> right there, there's nothing on i don't even play uh, stream raiders there's nothing on my channel i just talk i just don't shut the fuck up which is why i do a podcast um sophie's does have gaming and she is the gamer i'm not but that's kind of it comes with it but people would tend to not gatekeep me even though I genuinely don't know what's going on in any game. Like I watch it and go, mm-hmm. I can't even, so the last time I actually was able to play a game was before the joystick controllers came in. I can't use them. That's how long ago it's been since I've done anything. Whereas for you, you'd, you'd mention you want to play a game and suddenly, oh no, you can't do that because you're not this or that. So, I mean, yeah, what's your take on that? Uh, you did actually remind me of something when you were going through that, but like, oh. um, I've seen a lot a lot of like hateful threads on r slash twitch which is the reddit community for twitch a lot of threads they get posted so frequently where people are like oh women are ruining twitch do you remember when it was a gaming platform and the thing that people don't realize now is twitch doesn't market itself as a gaming platform anymore like it doesn't say that about itself it is a live streaming platform it has created like creative music, uh, just chatting, outdoors, all of these ones specifically yeah. to get away from being just gaming. And it's weird that a lot of gamers, uh, well, a lot of people on Twitch see that as a bad thing. Whereas I think it's a fantastic thing. I love it diversifying. I love seeing all different types of streamers on there because sometimes you don't want to watch a game. But yeah, I just, it's just interesting how people like will hate on women for changing the platform it's not our fault <laughs> like you're like keeping you the platform it's it's my fault guys it's me these <laughs> <laughs> are uh, non-gamers coming on uh, and stealing our viewers <laughs> just twitch gatekeeper no <laughs> so, yeah i mean obviously like i say with the, with the gatekeeping as well do you find that i mean it's my it's my opinion that i've seen it but do you find it just so continuous for you when people are trying to gatekeep I don't find it as bad as I've I've seen for others. Like, I don't know why. I don't know if it's the games that I choose, but I, I see it online a lot happen to other women way more than it happens to me. I get lots of people, especially on TikTok, they tend to like patronize me, especially when it comes to gaming, because they don't realize how old I am. Like everyone on TikTok seems to be like the older portion or in their early 20s. I am turning 30 next year. <laughs> like I've been around and I've been gaming for a long time. So it's just... um. It is quite funny when people do try and gatekeep me, but there's one instance that comes to mind when you say that is there was this girl who cosplayed um, from Fallout. She just had the like regular vault suit on. Mm. And this guy had just commented saying, oh, she's probably never even played the game. I, I feel like cosplayers get that sort of thing a lot. And she had to then, well, she didn't have to, but you kind of want to prove yourself every time because you don't want to yeah. just be told, oh, you're not interested in a thing that you're interested in. So she made another TikTok where she just showed all of her collector's editions, all of her cosplays, all I've of her hours played. And it's just like, why do people even feel the need to gatekeep in the first place? Even if you've played one hour of the game and you like it, you're still valid in my opinion. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've actually seen that TikTok. When you said it, I, it, it, it put something in my head. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, gatekeeping isn't the, just the place of, of Twitch and there's a load of other, like it's in everything. I mean, I'm a, I'm a um, martial artist and self-defense instructor and I get it all the time, purely because um, I get it from older people, weirdly. It's back to front there because it's older people that go, well, you couldn't have done this for as long as me. And I'm like, I've been training since I was four years old. Like, you probably started when you were 20. So yes, I have. Um, it's a great so... feeling when it's like, no, actually, your assumption <laughs> is entirely wrong. And here's why. Oh, yeah. No, I had someone um, try and say, oh, well, your stuff just is off YouTube and then do this to behind me, which is an international certificate that recognizes me as a founder and headmaster on an international council. I'm like, really? Um, but it's, it's one of those things. It's just, it's, that's a similar situation to the, to the, to the um, female that you mentioned, who just kind of went... Right. Well, actually, there's all this, but I feel like I definitely, even in my kind of my community, don't get it as much as um, girls do when they're playing a game. Um, and they're probably avoiding you because they know that you'll tell them where to go. I think they're probably just scared of you at this point. So <laughs> they're just yeah, like, I'm trying no. to think, why don't I get it? I, I think I don't know. The most I've had it is on TikTok. I think it's because when you're on Twitch and you're playing the game they can see yes. you are playing the game. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen on Twitch. Obviously it does. It's just, I, th I think it doesn't happen to me specifically because when I'm playing a game, they're not going to say, oh, she doesn't play the game. Like clearly <laughs> I, I <laughs> yeah, do, it's there. I am. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I came across you on TikTok first. I'd, I'd not seen you on Twitch. Unlucky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mainly because I don't necessarily go looking for um, gamers on Twitch because I'm not a gamer. So although I do interact with some, I'm doing it because I like chatting to them, which is why when I found you on Twitch and realized actually you do talk, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll interact there as well. But um, so you see, so, so the hate or the gatekeeping specifically is more a, a TikTok thing. Do you, so do you think that it might be a good move forward or is it detrimental to female gamers that also do TikTok or is TikTok just reinforcing the same bullshit that Twitch had five or ten, five or six years ago? I feel like TikTok has more of that gatekeeping side, whereas Twitch has more of that objectifying and sexualizing side. Because like I said, they're constantly interested in my relationship status or what I'm wearing or saying things about their genitals that I don't want to hear. Whereas I don't get those comments on TikTok, but I, I do get a different type of toxicity. So I've, maybe they're just enforcing different stereotypes there and not a good thing, really. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. I mean, there is a weird thing that I've, even when I've had people being the kind of the, oh, you know, sexualizing me in any way they never ask personal questions but i've constantly seen people ask personal questions of females um like i the only thing i know about you is that your name's sophie you live in london and it's a one bed flat and it's because that's what you said on twitch that's it but why does anyone need to i, I don't even need to know I, to be perfectly honest i don't even need to know your name i i i've I watch you and that's cool. Like, I don't understand where the idea of n needing to know anything else comes from because why should it be a thing? Like, it, it doesn't matter. Do you enjoy watching that person? Are they playing a game you like? Do they chat the right way? But for some reason, oh, they're female. I must, I must have them. They need to, I need to know where they are in the country. I'll, I'll, you know, it's so, it's so weird. Like, I know there's been, um, in the past, there's been issues of, of um, some people being worried about stalking and things like that, which seems so 
so, so, so I, I have had to go to the police about things that have happened online with, to do with stalking. Like, I, I right. don't know many female creators that haven't. And the worst thing is nothing can be done. Literally, they won't do anything until you have actually been physically attacked or harmed in any way. Like, they just tell you no. But it, at least you've got it down on record. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just... It's crazy that that's a thing because I know of no men on TikTok, uh, on Twitch or anything that that's happened to. And I've worn jump, I've worn hoodies with the city of where I live on. And it's not that big a city. I've never had to worry about that because nobody, nobody's doing that. It's, it's, it's awful that there's, there's that separation. Do you think um, since especially things like lockdown and people have become more glued to their, their PCs, their laptops, whatever, that we have gone backwards slightly into, because there's now what, we went from 3 million to 10 million on Twitch. Um, TikTok blew up and, you know, there's more people online in general. And so with it, there are more females online. There's this kind of, people have just gone, oh, well, I'm online. Nobody knows who I am. Like, I'm not seeing the outside normal socialization because it's not there anymore. So you know, let me have you kind of thing. Do you think that's happened in the past year or so, especially for us, because we're both in the UK, but. I mean, I only got TikTok because of the lockdown. I was bored <laughs> and I, I'm really glad that I did it in the end. And I think that's the same for a lot of people. It is, it is the same problem that's been around for years. It's just on a much larger scale because people are spending more time online and not just that people are lonelier. So mm. They are saying things that I hope they wouldn't say normally or making assumptions that I hope they wouldn't say normally. And yeah, it's all just, it's very awkward to be on the receiving end of. Yeah. I mean, I have a weird opinion on it because I kind of hope they would say it um, if they're thinking it because I want to know who those fuckers are. Um, so it's just like, I, I, it, I get more worried that these are people that wouldn't have been found out in a normal situation. And actually now they're online, they've become creepier um which it does seem to be i mean i didn't maybe i'm just naive to yeah, people. these people think... that say these things would never say it to me in real life and i am five foot 0.6 like i'm nothing <laughs> i'm tiny and they still would be too intimidated to say it to me i know i'm making a big assumption there but no one has acted like that in real life the only people that have been remotely uncomfortable or anything like that have been like drunk men on a night out i have never been made to feel uncomfortable by a woman in real life in that situation like i don't know what it is like i am attracted to women as i am attracted to men but no woman has ever made me feel uncomfortable in a romantic or trying to instigate something sexual way just the men so yeah i think there's a part of like i think the guys online are actually guys online i use guys as a gender neutral term i should say that uh, but I so think do i don't worry are men who are saying these things to me and they make it clear by pointing out what kind of genitals they are and i think there's a much deeper issue outside of the internet that make them act this way and then they go on the internet and think it's okay yeah yeah they they've there's been some kind of weird reinforcement from wherever they are that's then been backed up by the fact that no one can do anything when you're online and it is it is worrying and the thing is is that for me personally i think um there's a double-edged sword with, with certain things in that um men have to realize um cis males have to realize that you are generally, generally bigger, broader, and you are just more intimidating in general, in, in looks. So you have to be careful of how you come off as well. You know, it's just a, you just do, I'm sorry, but if, you, if, you've, if you're five foot nothing 
um, you know, a girl that's shouting at me, I'm just going to go, okay, and walk away. If you're me and you're six foot two, broad shouldered guy shouting in your face, you're going to cower. And that's not a bad, a good or bad thing. It's just the reality of things. Oh, um, uh, yeah, exactly. It's that, it's that kind of issue. And I think guys don't realize that that's a thing some some of them have just kind of gone to the idea of it's okay you know shouting and being a, a man is is the way that we've got to act now there's a flip side of that of course because that 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 does actually cause issues that men can be worried that they can't verbally defend themselves when they are being attacked because then they could be seen as being the instigator of an issue so there is that worry and i've had that at university when i've had a tiny little program director being a complete bitch and mm. I couldn't stick up for myself because the second I did it would it would seem bad it makes but, you look like the bad one exactly but I think there is a there is a sense that we need to we need to get that fine line so that that guys do realize look you know you you are just more intimidating in general now that's in as a general term okay guys I don't mean that in any specific it's not against any um gendered or anything like that it is just a a general thing if we just take me and sophie as examples five foot nothing six foot two broad you know it it just is what it is you know i'm not saying anything about it it just is what it is mm. um and online seems to have been able to bolster these people so that it is a thing now um now hopefully they never would say it in person but as you say it, there has been situations where you've been made to feel uncomfortable in real life whereas girls haven't um so and also, it's unlikely that there's that many girls that are that... I don't know. I mean, have you come across many girls that have made... I suppose you don't know that easily on Twitch, but that have, have made comments as well? Or is it just mainly a, a male thing? Um, I have come across women who make... Like, going back to before with the gatekeeping, I've definitely yep. come across women who gatekeep certain communities. I think there are a lot of women who are used to being the only woman in the group and they kind of shy away they're not like other girls i hate that phrase not like other <laughs> girls and also just kind of like one of the guys and they don't like other women encroaching into their space mm. uh, and also the ones who hate like they call them discord uwu girls like you know cutesy voice kind of like adorable i have no problem with obviously anyone but there are women who are gamers who hate that kind of gamer even though they might just be being themselves that's probably their actual like personality and that's, that's yeah, pokemon isn't unfair. it really yeah that, that's i mean that's literally pokemon she has that cutesy voice and is a gamer i mean that's that's just what i always love the fact because uh, as you say there's there's a difference there as well there's they're, they're gatekeeping that and they're probably thinking oh she's trying to be like that but anyone that doesn't realize about um pokemon she was a, a chemical engineering student at university she's not just randomly decided to to do this and go oh I speak like that's just the way she speaks people can't avoid that it's you know if you have that kind because of voice I, you... I think i would say that the chances of a woman putting on that personality and putting yeah. on that voice for anyone other than themselves like if you were trying to make a comment about they're only doing it for male attention like this chances of that actually happen are very very slim like yes. i don't i know lots of women who are like that none of them are doing it for men they no, just I mean, like it the obvious the obvious comparison and they have done uh, content creation together that i would say is pokemon does get occasional hate online on youtube wherever because of that voice and because of the old cutesy thing yeah corpse doesn't corpse has a distinct voice on the other end of the scale and all he gets is love 
because it's like, oh my God, even from males as well as females of like, oh my God, that voice. Oh, uh, you know, he doesn't get anyone going, oh, you're just putting on a voice for this or that, you know, and if he does, it's fucking minimal. Um, but it is the, the polar opposite. So it is very much a, a kind of a, a gender assumption there. You look like you want to say something. Yeah, I'm just thinking of how to word it because Corpse is a very, very good example of um, someone who has said before that like there are so many people on the internet that kind of sexualize his voice and the way that it is. And he has said that he finds it uncomfortable and that it is literally, it's something that he has that's wrong with him. He can't do anything about it. And mm. it is kind of unfair to sexualize that about him. Um, especially when he's asked people not to. So it's just kind of like, he's a perfect example of a man mm. who gets that sort of treatment. And yeah, I, there, are, there aren't many, but he gets a lot. I've seen, I've seen the first TikToks. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, you do have those. I mean, I, th I suppose it's, it's interesting because for him, when it's people like Jack Septicite um, making comments or Sakuna or something, it doesn't matter because they're friends. Yeah. Whereas the, and I think you, that's the thing consent. as well. Yes, like, exactly. I, my friend, my friends can banter me in every, any way they want. <laughs> that's yeah, fine. <laughs> I think that's that's the thing that's that's misunderstood by a lot of people is that. Um, to be fair, that I mean that happens in the wider world. You know, you may have a, a male female relationship that their new partner or their long term partner, or whatever, doesn't understand that actually you're just it's just that the way it is. And mm -hmm. I, I have this with American friends because the the way that British people act around each other in any kind of way is just a little bit more intense in certain ways than mm -hmm. in America. And so they kind of go, what the hell are you doing? It's like, oh, chill. Dry, but, um, sarcastic, kind of comes off rude to people that don't understand it. I, I see that. <laughs> yes, there's a certain word that we'll use and they won't as well. Um, yep. <laughs> unless, unless, of course, you, unless, of course, you're um, uh, uh, Jake Barr. Um, but, uh, but yeah, th there, is, there is definitely that kind of that weird thing. So um, to take it into a, a slightly different direction and just to kind of prove although we shouldn't have to but just for the sake of it what got you into gaming what got me into gaming yeah. um i don't know uh, i think <laughs> it comes down to just being in a household where my dad is very uh into technology he has to get the like biggest and best gadgets as soon as he can so growing up we always had like these really cool gadgets around the house and when it came to gaming he very much respected it because my dad i grew up watching him play doom i grew up watching him play wolfenstein and then as we got older my brother he's two years older than me he had gaming consoles and it just naturally like i just fell into it because i see my dad and my brother playing it and i'm also interested in the same thing and it just happened with that i think i started kind of um on PC and consoles. And then when I went to university, I was more of a Nintendo girl for a little bit and didn't really play too many video games until I got to my second year of university where I started at the uh, computer society where we had LAN parties every three weeks. And that's where I started getting into PC gaming and really understanding. I'd been building PCs for years at this point, but I didn't really play PC games. And now I, that's all I do. <laughs> so. yeah. it's, it's, it's just got, it's kind of cool. Cause I mean, I, I, like I say, I completely dropped off um, when joysticks were added to controllers. And the only mm, game- I can't I, use them. I, Awful I of them. I can't, I don't understand them. They're just weird. I, mm. I do occasionally, if I do anything now, like Among Us or something, I can play that because it's a keyboard and a mouse. Like, yeah, cool, mm -hmm. I can do that. I can occasionally play, you know, Fall Guys, although that was uh, because I had a controller to go into it. But I, again, joysticks doesn't work. Um, but it is, it is weird with gaming. Um, there's a lot of different avenues in. And I think that's something that we've um, 
we've not realized as well in the say the twitch community is that there are so many different reasons or directions or you know that people came to gaming you know for yourself it's just that i'm guessing you're the youngest are you yeah. so yeah so it was just like oh here you go sis have the have that you know get out of my way you know yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah um for some people it's like lockdowns happen so it's oh okay you know i've ended up playing among us because of lockdown i think that's why it kicked off um mm -hmm. you know some people have done it because their partner is playing it but it, again it, it becomes that really weird thing that we seem to have come from all different directions but there's still a barrier to so many different people like i've still seen i still see and it, it's oh, just irritating for for gaming like the pink controllers really trigger me what the fuck are they pink for like why do we have pink controllers like i don't understand because i've never seen any and if you have a pair there now it's going to really fuck up my point but like i've never seen a female gamer ever use any pink controllers i've never seen a, oh well there you go I, I know i know women that have all over pink yeah. setups and for me it's just a color i have a i have yes. a cyberpunk like um controller that's half yellow and half black i have a watchdogs one that's entirely red like yeah I don't care about the color as long as it works, but I know a lot exactly. of women will care about things matching. I guess I, guess I care about things matching because everything I have is black, but like, <laughs> if they want it all pink, they want it all pink and that's fine. It doesn't bother me in any way. No, it's just, as I long think as I don't just, have to use it because I've, I've got many. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the fact that it's, it's marketed directly to women. It's just like, mm. oh, well, isn't this cute for you? And it's that, that idea that it has to be cute. It has to be pretty, has to be pink and sparkly. And it's just like, what the fuck? I mean, I guys, look at the yeah, but background. Some people of still love that. Some people yeah, no, I've seen on TikTok, people will buy monitors and spray paint them pink themselves <laughs> because nice. there aren't pink alternatives. So it's it's like the whole term girl gamer again. There are negative connotations and positive connotations because there are women who are looking for that oh, and yeah. pay extra to have that color. Whereas there are other women who just will be like, oh, why are they marketing as a girl? Not not every girl wants pink, and that's true. Not every girl wants pink, but some do. Well, I think that's the point, though, isn't it? Is that it's the marketing. So if it was just we have pink yeah. and here it is, yeah. then it doesn't seem as insulting. It's when it's specifically like this is pink because you're a girl and because you're a girl, yeah. you must like pink. Um, what we like, should be doing is they need to start adding more colors. Why stop at pink? Like get some purple, get some blue, like yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, was it Bic did um, pens for, for women a few years ago? They literally did pens for girls and they were literally, they were sparkly and pink. And it was just like, it's, we're in the 2000s. What the fuck are you doing? Mm. I mean, if you look at like your background and my background, you have plants and stuff. I have, I have Pooh Bear, two Pooh Bears, and I have a fucking Pooh Bear tattoo. Like, <laughs> Amazing. If, if going on the kind of, you know, the, the softy thing that people would associate with, it's, it's my sides. You know, that's, that's the thing. And I got my whiskey shelf. You've got the whiskey. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the, that's the comparison. It's great. Cause we seem to be like opposite on the, on the key points. Um, but that's the, that's the interesting thing is that people don't need to, or they shouldn't have to market it to a specific thing. Anybody can like anything. It doesn't fucking matter. And if it does matter to you, shut up and don't tell me about it. Like that's, that's, that's the thing I think about when it's, Oh, it's pink or it's sparkly or it's this, that, the other, I've yeah. got to market it to them, you know, Oh, let's put a, like, if you're adding characters to um, to a game, then they can be female and be anything you want. You know, they don't. You don't have to add one with 
fucking cat ears just to make it nice for someone, for instance. You know, I mean, the really weird one, I, I remember, I, I don't know if it was you or, or not on TikTok, that somebody pointed out is there was a female, a female being added to a game. And I know some people take GTA. that. GTA. There we go. And just potentially, potentially before right, someone takes this. Potentially. <laughs> and completely disregarding the fact that there was there was one like years ago in like the original the first already. GTA had yeah. four female protagonists <laughs> if you played it on PC. And there are literally men <laughs> saying, Oh, women protagonists, that doesn't fit in with GTA. I'm like, have you played? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird. It's just got that, that headspace. Um but GTA from from what I can garner, if it's actually gonna happen, I'm doing it properly, that it's not like it's a because they have done it from the start. And I think that's the point is that because they've done it from the start, it's fine. Whereas, you know, some, some games or some gamers are like, oh, well, we can, add, we can add the girly stuff. But that's just the, you know, I've never, I've never seen anyone complain that they've got a pink character in Among Us. You know, nobody goes, oh, it's, it's this or that because it's just there. It's just we've got a black one, we've got a white one, we've got a green one. It doesn't matter. I think I maybe I'm just maybe I'm just um, being more. No, um, I, I'm, I absolutely it. agree on the color side. We shouldn't yeah. be gendering colors. There's nothing wrong with having the color, but gendering them is wrong and marketing in that way wrong. Um, yeah. And then when it comes to like adding in, what I really hate, what I really really hate is when they add a female to a game or they announce a female character that's going to be the lead, and everyone says, "Oh, it's forced diversity," as if women don't exist and don't make half of the population. Like what? <laughs> It's such a dumb argument because it's like, hello, hello, yeah. we're yeah, the here. Same, the same thing happened with Doctor Who, didn't it? When they finally, we finally get a female um, Doctor Who and everyone's like, oh my God, we're just, we're just doing it because of the sake of it. It's like, she's won how many awards? She's in how many like top programs? And we've we had one female in like 13, you're going mental about it. It's, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, people, and just statistically, there are more women on earth. If you go by gender at birth, assigned gender at birth, there are more women on earth than there are men anyway. So, like, how can it be a forced, technically, by putting men into games, that's the forced um, equality with that one. It's people, yeah, it's it's so weird when people do that. It, this this whole thing has happened with um, comic books as well, and comic book games as well. Comic games, I've seen um, a few comments of it. When, um, I forgot the name of the game, ah, with Kamala Khan, shit. Avengers was it just called Avengers oh god it came out relatively recently but there was an Avengers game and the, the main Marvel one the Marvel one yeah uh, I, I don't Marvel. No. <laughs> okay there you go um but I think uh, so that for that the main character the person you kind of played with for most of it not for all of it you could change in, in between it but it was set around the character of Kamala Khan who in the comic books is Muslim female and if the, and I just heard so many people losing their shit over this of like, oh, you know, it's just, it was just forced diversity. It's just this and that. It's like, she's like a really popular character. It's, I could understand if they got, if you get a character who in no way has ever been something else and you're doing it just for the sake of it, then there's no history to it. But there is like a hundred years of history to comics. They don't just randomly change things. We, we have histories. There's a background to it, you know. That's just kind of funny to me, though, because it just shows how little you know about the thing that you're talking about. So it's just embarrassing for them. Yeah, yeah. It's, I get because I get it because it's the only time I could I can interject with things like that when it was gaming because I'm a comic book um, fan. So I was like, um, it's that it's that moment where you can just do is it college, um, college humor where you can just do that their their program they have is um actually and it is the one time where I can just go um 
actually know is <laughs> you get to do it and actually be right, which is usually that's that's the the reserve of people gatekeeping. But I could actually do it for good, uh, <laughs> so it's quite nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's so strange to see it, it continually. So, do you think that um, Twitch, TikTok are dealing with the issues that they have around in any way, whether it's from um, how they deal with uh, ga female gamers, how they deal with um, attacks on, on gamers in the, the chats, anything like that. Do you think they're, they're dealing with it properly? I mean, my answer for TikTok from my side would be definitely fucking not for TikTok, but what do you think in general for both of them? Um, I think definitely fucking not covers it up for both of them, really. I find that TikTok tends to just, they're a bit, not not ban happy because they're not banning the accounts but they will just remove videos if they don't like the content like and they mm. shadow ban people so they just kind of like get rid of it and pretend it never existed whereas on twitch um there was like an example recently during the participation awards which is something that twitch put on a little event and they had so many people watching something like forty thousand people watching and they weren't even bothering to moderate their own chat and that just sends such a bad message like I'm grateful they've given us the tools that we need to moderate and they're adding in additional rules, especially around the, like sexist remarks, misogynistic remarks and things like that. But when they can't even be bothered to moderate their own events, that is such a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're not, they're not, it just shows that they don't care or it gives the assumption that they don't care. You're quite right. I mean, with, with TikTok, they seem to be ban happy on the people that, um, are actually like I've seen a lot of ones where they they'll stitch and have a go at the person who has been misogynistic and TikTok will ban or remove the video of the person trying yep. to have a go at them but the original thing is fine I've seen that a lot yes <laughs> it's, just, it's just fucking crazy it's like mm. why why the hell does that exist I mean TikTok is it is scuffed because of the way they do things um and and Twitch like you say does have that problem and I think, I mean, I don't know what the stats are. Do you have any idea what the stats are on, in terms of um, females to males on the platform? Because, I mean, in, in my experience, it seems 50-50, but I don't know. Um, I, that may just be a bubble that I've created to myself. Um, I think um, there haven't really been any studies into this. I know that there's this one study that everyone always quotes, but that's from like 2015, 2016. It's very outdated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. If I, could, if I hazarded a guess, I would say that it is majority male but not right. by as much as people would think like there's probably streamers that are like oh 90 percent male no <laughs> i'm thinking more like 55 60 maybe <laughs> yeah so it's probably it's probably because of the same assumption of the idea of it being a gaming platform and then people mm. associating gaming with guys you know and that mm. that's just kind of the way it's 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 been assumed, you know, again, it's just that idea of oh, it's a male it's a male um on tiktok they're going to be gaming all the time and actually maybe they're not i mean when i look at um like so the people from tiktok that have come over like iron sanctuary um offbeat outlaw um call me chris people like that offbeat outlaw isn't gaming he's just i mean okay it depends on your interpretation he's doing dnd like whereas call me chris is playing phasmophobia like if we're going on the, the one that is usually seen as gaming on twitch it's it's definitely not D&D, although it does exist. So it, it's a very weird thing that they seem to have set up for themselves to, to kind of, you, you know, you, you assume all of that bullshit and it comes under the same label. So, I mean, is there anything that you would like to see either platform? I mean, both of us are on both. You have the um, happy thing of being, you know, actually recognized by both. I'm just in the background for wondering what the fuck to do day by day. But, you know, you might, I mean, potentially, 
I know it's not true, but potentially you have a voice on both platforms. So, I mean, is there something you would like either or both of them to do in specifics? Well, as I've already said, I've been on Twitch a long time and I want to see Twitch thrive. I want to see the best Twitch that we're ever going to see. I want them to get to that point. But right now, uh, the community has like no faith in them purely because they keep announcing these rules and the rules on paper look fantastic. And then they're not enforcing them. They're not enforcing them across the board. They're picking out certain cases. They're giving out different lengths of bans for no reason, seemingly no reason. And it's just like, they're kind of getting there, but they're not doing anything in the right way. So like the heart is in the right place, but you're not really, you're not quite there yet. So I want to see them just, they don't even have to do anything more. I want to mm. see them actually abide by the own, their rules that they've set themselves. Like I want to see them holding creators accountable. I want to see them actually enforcing their own rules because it's just not a thing that is going on right now. TikTok, I don't, have too much loyalty with the platform i'm sorry tiktok <laughs> not that anyone from tiktok is watching but like I, i've only been there for a few months so i can't i don't feel like i have really that big an understanding of what they could be doing better because let's not forget when it comes to tiktok there is a lot of stuff that i am completely sheltered from my for you page is very 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 like uh we have human rights activists we have twitch streamers uh, i have a lot of like people who are very much into politics on the, leaning the same way that I do. And it's a nice little bubble to be on. But I, I know the rest of it is, you know, a pile of shit. <laughs> but, but it's there. It's definitely yeah. there. Because obviously you see people getting stitched all the time. And obviously they think they're, they're doing the positive thing. But actually they're just being quite negative. So I, I just don't really know what TikTok can do. But in terms of Twitch, I want to see them get better. The problem they're really facing at the moment is since... Like, let's be honest, <laughs> there aren't really any proper competitors to it. And someone from YouTube Gaming is going to comment this and comment on that and get really mad at me. <laughs> but, like, YouTube Gaming is a fantastic streaming platform if you already have a following over there and, like, you are a YouTuber as well. Like, I don't mm. know anyone that streams on YouTube who doesn't have a YouTube channel to go with it. Yeah. Whereas, like, on Twitch, it's people that do just Twitch and they don't tend to also make videos. Like, they are streaming most of the time. They prefer to stream. And like with live streaming there's not really anyone to push twitch to be better because they know they have the monopoly right now like most of the streamers are on twitch and and they know that so they're, they're not going to get better because what's the point who's going to make them like competition's yeah. good <laughs> yeah after mixer was massively racist it kind of screwed them um yeah you're, you're quite right i mean the only person i can think of that is in terms of gaming on youtube is vixter vixter123 mm -hmm. but he just happens to be part of the sidemen who have, a, have over 10 million subscribers so so yeah i think you can go over and then you've got um capgun tom who and i didn't i didn't even think this was a thing who is a um he's a fifa creator on youtube has over a million people on youtube and he's on facebook gaming which i don't think anybody did but he's gone live streaming on facebook but you're quite right i mean twitch is the one when you say streaming to anyone that understands what streaming is, like not my parents, but when you say streaming, they go, oh, Twitch, you know, because that's just assumed. Mm -hmm. um, is there a specific kind of rules you see them not abiding to? In, I mean, is it in terms of just generally? Is it in terms of because of the hate that's coming to female users? Is it just a, you know, is I, there a I specific think hate one? speech across the board, not even right. just to females. There are specific cases now applied to females. Um, 
like they've just come up with some new rules around that and what you what is acceptable and what isn't but hate speech all around across the board i want to see them actually deal with that it is a massive problem that people are dealing with and yes they're giving us tools to moderate our own streams but they're letting these people like all over the platform so as soon as you ban them from your stream they're just going to run elsewhere like twitch needs to actually acknowledge this is a problem and deal with it yeah i mean the the it doesn't help when Twitch keeps going down every five seconds. So even if you're oh, yeah. in your own chat trying to moderate and trying to ban someone, you can't because Twitch is, is going crazy. Uh, yeah, that doesn't, it certainly doesn't help at all. Um, so I, you brought up politics there. And obviously I've seen some of the politics. I've chatted in your stream about, um, I can't remember what country it was, about um, the, the way that certain countries were giving out their vaccine, for instance. Um, so I, I've seen you talk about politics in, in yours and a little bit on TikTok. So do you find that you trigger people or trigger the misogynist arseholes? Um, that always, th those two words need to go together, just to anyone out there wondering. Um, do you tend to trigger them more when you're gaming and they're kind of gatekeeping or just going, well, you're female, screw you. Or is it the kind of, oh, what would you, you know, almost like the um, Harry Enfield sketch of, um, oh, you're a woman, you don't know anything, you know, carry on, dear, you know, that kind of thing. Which one do you find is more jarring for them? I definitely get more hate when it's in the just chatting category and I'm talking about controversial subjects and showing my opinions on it, especially I know that I can be quite polarizing because there are certain things that I am not even open to discussing. Like I am, for example, one thing I can say on here is I am very, very pro-choice and I am not even interested in having that conversation, which I know some people are going to have a bad look on me or bad view on me because I'm not interested in having that conversation, but all it's going to do is stress me out. And I, I know... I know why they think the way they do. We just have a disagreement on where life begins, essentially. And uh, I'm just not interested in hearing someone else try and convince me otherwise. I, I don't see why anyone would be anything other than pro-choice. And I've had people, if I mention it on stream, I mention the fact that I don't want children or anything like that, I do get some very interesting comments. I've been called like a child murderer, a baby murderer or anything like that. And it's just, ugh, delete instantly. <laughs> yeah, I mean... People do get very interesting on their views. Um, when you're based on religious fanaticism as a country, it kind of gets that way. Um, so, <laughs> but so you find actually, um, so for you personally, the girl gaming hasn't been as attacking as the, um, oh, I'm a female with an opinion. It's actually, it's, yes. it's almost been yes. so like, oh, That's how dare you? That's the way of putting it. As soon as they're like, I have an opinion that they don't agree with, they just go in for the attack. <laughs> If and anyone's... that's not just that's not just Twitch. That is definitely a Twitter thing as well. <laughs> yeah, I can see on Twitch. I mean, I'm I'm very bubbled because I'm a I like I'm a mental health streamer on on <laughs> Twitch. Um, I tend to and and that's the kind of the thing I, I look for on Twitter. So I'm quite insular on what I see, even on my FYP on on um, on TikTok. You know, I I follow two streamers and you're one of them, um, and that's what comes up. I very rarely get any other streamers. Um, unless they're secondary streamers like Jake Barr or Iron Sanctuary. Um, but it is, it is always interesting. The second you, you are female and have an opinion, it is thrown down. And that's why, actually, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this on camera because I said it off, is I said at the beginning of this, if I talk over you, tell me to shut the fuck up. Because I know, and I've, I've talked about this on, on Twitch before because I talked about um, toxic masculinity. I am a result. I have benefited massively from toxic masculinity. I am a over six foot, broad-shouldered, um, middle-class male who was a tournament fighter in martial arts. I am the fucking poster boy for white male toxic masculinity. I'm well aware of this. And so I always want to make sure, it looks like, look, if I'm talking up, 
because somewhere along the line, I think it's probably down to the, actually the fact that I'm also the youngest of 13. So I needed to talk up so that they shut the fuck up. Um, but I'm well aware that my voice can hold more power to knock people down. I don't want people to have that, especially if that's all they get all day for having an opinion, which is, as you say, is something that kind of happens to you. Um, and it is, it is something I think um, men on Twitch, on TikTok need to be aware of. Like, women exist. At, at some point you will come across them. I want to add on to your uh, about having a voice part. Like, I have no yep. problem interjecting at any point. I'll go um, for it. About, about having a voice and how you have benefited as a like white male. You have to understand as a white male, you pretty much have the most influence. Like that is a fact in, with our world and in our society, at least in our country, like you have the most influence. So yeah. when you hear women trying to speak up and you agree with them, it is very important for you to try and echo their opinions if you agree with them or just kind of like push them out further because we need your help. Like there's no way about it. Women aren't gonna, like as much as we would like to get shit done, we need allies. We need white yeah. men as allies. And that's not just, um, it's not just women, that's other minor minorities as well. Like, I don't know how to segue into the fact that like, I don't look it, but I am half Indian as well. Right, <laughs> and okay. I have received my fair bit of racism as a kid, not so much now because I'm pale and a redhead. But <laughs> when I was younger and people still saw my family and like see me at school, see my brother and stuff like that. Cause my brother looks, there is no denying he looks very, very Indian. So it's just like right. all minorities. And I feel like I can, even though I know I like you, you know, you have a certain privilege of being a white male. I have a certain privilege from being a white passing Indian. So like, I know that I've seen how people in my family get treated and I know that I need to, I need to be their ally the same way that you would need, hopefully be our ally. Too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I mean, we, I need think... up, we need voices heard and amplified. Yeah. I think it's, it's the point is the way I, I would look at it is if you agree with it, then push it up. If you don't agree with it, bring the person into the debate. Don't ignore them or just shut <laughs> them down, bring them into it and just going to go, look, I don't agree with you, but can you explain why you think that? Cause if at the end of it, you still have the same opinion at least what they have said has been heard like because beforehand if you just went oh no you're a pretty little girl fuck off you know then then nothing happens you know mm -hmm. and that, i think that's what happens a lot of the time um you know and it's just it's just an assumption that people make now it's it's never good um i i the, the thing is is that we've become so polarized in certain parts as well and i think this has happened in the us and the, and the uk and if you're in the if you're in the uk you hear my voice you look the way I, you, you see the way I look and most people will assume that I'm a conservative and I have pe had people on Twitch. I've had Scottish people on Twitch just going to go fucking tour. And it's like, just, just for now there guys, I'm not a conservative. My parent, my mother was, my father was working class labor in the North. I, I, I can have my own opinion. Like if you want to talk about things, we can get into them. <laughs> you know, it, it happens everywhere. <laughs> But it not is to get into like a massive politics yeah. thing because your comments will go absolutely fucking awful. Oh, I'd but... love them to. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's good to highlight uh, the fact that like one, do we really need to say that? Like, do we need to use Tory as an insult? I know that people do, and it yeah. just doesn't seem right because we are essentially a two-party country, and yeah. half the people in this country, and um, in fact, the majority have been voting that way. And I have seen some absolutely awful things from people on like the same side as me towards those who vote Tory, you're never going to convince someone if you're like, oh, fucking Tory, that's not going to work. Yeah. Like we need to grow up and mature and stop calling names. And if you actually want to make a difference and you want to be a good person, start trying to convince them in a nice and healthy way. Don't just go in with the insult. If you go in with the insult, like 
you're just you're just as bad as like an ignorant person voting for the conservatives like yeah. what makes you any better you're just being rude it's, i mean it's 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 i think this is where in for everything that we've talked about we need to have more kind of um social uh, stuff taught in schools because you said about the conservatives obviously now um this is why I have to actually use my education because I have a degree in, in politics and a master's in political theory. So I, I tend to know some of it and people will throw it out the conservatives, but there are plenty of conservatives. So I was a, a district uh, councillor where I live. Um, I was on the council and I, there's some conservatives I would work with because the simple fact they, is they were what you'd call a one nation Tory. And much as they can be very irritating and um, superior, their main aim is to do better by people below them in in terms of economics uh, financially people below them financially that is what they want to do they actually feel it is a res their responsibility to do that that is very different to someone like john redwood of the conservatives or you know fucking reese mogg who is a 16th century fucking yeah um that is very different there's a completely different two ends of the scale there so it's it's understanding who you can work with these this this idea where and it's it's both sides it's it's yeah. you know left and right where it just becomes a no you've said this that's it you're done now and there's no there's no allowance for one nuance and two growth because there's plenty of people that thought one way as a child or thought one way 20 years ago because that's all they've ever seen and then it's changed there was the one i always use is um during the blm marches in the us there's a, a famous well famous ish picture of um a young white guy um the picture makes him look like he's doing this with a fist as um, a lot of black people with, um, uh, you know, um, things go past him. And uh, he's covered in Nazi tattoos and all this kind of stuff. So that it's the media having to go in. The actual truth of the story was he was brought up as a member of the KKK and a white nationalist. His parents had brought him into this. And actually what he was trying to do was he'd realized at like university or around that age that, oh my God, what the fuck have I been doing, was um, couldn't afford, because of the way that it works in the US, to get the tattoos removed. And his hand, it wasn't him making a fist, he was holding out to get one of the banners so that he could march with them. But of course, he got then, um, it wasn't until the BLM marchers came out and defended him. He said, what the fuck are you all about? This guy was with us. And I think that is something to be important, is both sides of that, there is nuance, there is you know, understanding people can each grow. other. People, I, I understand this very fully because I grew up in a very Tory household and yeah. only voted a certain way and I was taught by them why they vote that way. And now I think I generally, it's not that I have more patience because I don't have a lot of patience generally, but compared to my friends on Twitter and I've told them this is really bad for them to do, but they, they will villainize anyone who votes conservative. They will say, like, I, I know the current state of the conservatives aren't great. I know that. And I, I, I don't personally vote for them because... For various reasons that I'm not going to get to on this on this stream or this recording, um, but what I don't agree with is instantly villainizing someone for voting that way because most people voting for Tory, most people voting for Labour, most people voting for Lib Dem, they're doing it because they think it's the right thing to do. There may be like selfish aspects of it, but I have straight up seen people accuse um, if you vote Tory, you're a murderer. Like, that's not fair. That's not okay. Like, again, you're not convincing anyone to change their mind at all. You're being incredibly toxic. And for the most part, these people are not, they're not trying to cause anyone any, other, like, any pain. They're mm. just voting in the way that they think would be best for our country. And yeah. you can disagree with them. That's fine. But just don't go around villainizing from the way they vote. Like, yeah, you have no person. idea. You have no idea who the, who the people are in, in terms of anything. I mean, 
I, I have issue with the, the leaders of, of most of the parties, and I'm always vilified on both sides because I disliked at the last lot, I, I disliked both leaders. The difference is I'd met them. I knew ah, people who <laughs> knew them. I have worked in politics. I know what they actually are like behind the cameras. And it was always funny when I'd say anything, they go, oh, well, you've just listened to this. No, actually, I've spoken to these people. Um, but it's, it's quite interesting because um, saying about the views and the way you, you were saying it there is that, so where I was a, a district councillor, there were, um, it was run by the Conservatives when I was there. They would just had the most people. So I was in the minority. And it was quite... Um, it was shown quite a lot there because we had one person who was the leader of the Conservative Party um, and for the, the council at one point, and I disagreed with basically everything he said. However, by knowing him, I know that he was doing that because that was 100% what he thought was actually best for the district. That was what he yep. genuinely believed was right. The person that took over from him was a self-serving dickhead who did not care, didn't live in the district, was just trying to make money, but his policies were exactly the same. And it, that's where it's, it's hard because you can't, you don't know why somebody thinks the way they do. They may, they may genuinely have been like the first guy who was like, no, no, no I'm, I'm going to do best. Or if I find something else out, I'll do that because that's what's best. Whereas the second guy, no, they are the dickhead. That's the person that you think is that way, but you don't know which one's which. You, you're not in their home. You're not their friends. You're not the behind everything. So, and this, the, some people are, I'm, I'm sure if anybody's watched to this point at, at this, you know, Thank you, firstly. Um, but, uh, you know, you might wonder why we've gone on to, to politics and things like that. There's, there's several reasons. One of them being, Sophie has a fucking opinion. So, yes. There's a brain in that. there. <laughs> you know. May not be big, but it's there. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, Einstein's brain was smaller. Einstein had a smaller brain in, on average than most people. So a smaller brain is a good thing. Um, <laughs> my random fact hey, of the day. You that pack goes, things in more efficiently. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it gets more crinkly, as uh, Jack Sepsky would say. But yeah, it's you know we have this because Sophie has an opinion. It is important, I think, that when we do this, we we show that you know when we're talking about you know as this will probably be um, clickbaited on YouTube as Gil Gamer or whatever um, that we there is more to it. Like I was the one that instigated which one brings you more hate. It wasn't Sophie <laughs> trying to push her way through. It was me. So that's the way you got to think as well. Is that it, it's not it's not like women are going oh look i'm gonna barge my way in it's bullshit i mean so when i was doing um martial arts a lot more when i was an instructor of martial art i was a um, national instructor for a martial art called Bartitsu. and it's really f funny to me because it's it has a past that's forgotten about because it was a it was a martial art from the victorian era in london um, in Soho was its main place and it is known as the gentleman's martial art and the reason for that is because it, it was written into Sherlock Holmes's character it's the reason if you read the books that he managed to beat Moriarty at the Reckenbeck Falls however it's also the reason for the suffragettes being able to fight because the people from the suffragettes went to um, uh, E.W. Barton Wright's Bartitsu Academy learned how to defend themselves and that's why they were beating the police but we never but then when we look back on it, we say, oh, well, look, this gentleman's martial art. And it, it meant that people could look after themselves. Oh, and those suffragettes, they just went around beating up policemen. It's like, no, <laughs> it's the same thing, two different sides of it. So there's a lot of these things we have to kind of look at. And the reason we get into politics when it comes to girl gamers, when it comes to women on social media and everything is because it's fucking important. Like, the two go hand in hand. 
female representation on anything is massive. And I'm well aware that even the use of um, the word female coming from me will be looked down upon by some people. But, you know, um, especially for yourself, actually, because it is it comes from it, it does come from minorities being called that, doesn't it? And you were saying because you're part Indian. Um, I, th I think it comes from minorities. Uh, the term with the problem people have with female females is that it kind of does um, reduce you down to your sexual organs because typically you would say you would you wouldn't use female as like just talking about oh there's a bunch of females over there like you would say a female human or a female cat or a female deer I don't know um, typically you say like that there's there's no like humanization around it so it's just just bringing down a I don't know, an animal or a human down to their reproductive organs because the definition just comes down to what parts you have, basically. So a lot of women don't like that because I, I know that you're not doing it now and that's okay, but some men will use it yeah. in an insulting way. It's just so bizarre. They'll either say females to try and dehumanize you or they'll refer to themselves as men and then call you a girl. And I don't mind being called a girl so long as they're a boy, <laughs> like just keep it consistent. Yeah. If they're referring to themselves as a man and then they come to me and they're like, oh, this girl. And I'm like, no, I'm a woman. I'm, I'm yeah. turning 30 next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is different. And I think that's, it goes back to the point about, you know, knowing people's intentions, which is hard mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to look at it, if you want to be really geeky about it, anyone out there, you could just think of it as males, but stronger. So it's males plus iron because FE is, um, is iron on the periodic table. So um, <laughs> it's just stronger, stronger males. You get females. There you go. Um, but um, that's, the, that's the way to look at it, because to me, it is females and males. That, it actually, it sounds weird to me to say woman, for instance, because that seems way too formal. But then that's the way that I've been taught, because that's the. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely. Uh... It's definitely less accepted to say woman. Is it like you feel less comfortable saying woman yeah. compared to man, which doesn't make any sense. It just comes down to like society and what they've taught us. But I think we should really normalize women, especially when referring to yourself, because I know a lot of a lot of women that just call themselves girls. And yeah, that's fine. But also say women like you are a woman, like you're mm. perfect and wonderful. And you are a woman. <laughs> Yeah, the only time I, I, the last kind of run on the ladder where you hear um, guys call themselves boys is university. Mm -hmm. Um, cause, it, cause if you're a sports person and you go back, it's the old boys, uh, old boys, I, old girls. I, people my age still say it and they're like, oh, going out with the boys, the lads. And I'm just <laughs> whatever, fine. But <laughs> the boys, the same way that girl gamer has loads of interesting connotation. The boys also does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's because we've, we've, um, maybe it comes down to as simple as if you, if we call it, we called them, um, women gamers. It, it, it doesn't it that doesn't wouldn't work though we'd say gaming women gaming women or female gamers so like i said you can use female yeah. as like the before the noun is that a okay noun? <laughs> i don't know if that's a noun oh, English <laughs> well, uh, you'd use female <laughs> as a descriptor that's a better way right. of putting it <laughs> yeah if we said female gamers maybe that would just <laughs> it would it would not jar but it would just cause people to kind of go oh I don't have as much problem with that anymore. And I don't know why, because it's just, the, it seems to be the term of girl gamers. And that's why, I mean, the first email I sent you when I asked you to be, um, to be on the, here, mm. I was very specific and I actually put women in gaming or women gamers, I think, when I messaged you. I, didn't I was about to say gamers. something that just, you just, when you said oh. um, female gamers mm. and gaming women, like, I've just realized when it comes to streamers, you don't really say girl streamers. You only say 
female streamers which again i don't have a problem with in that context because female descripting the fact that i am a streamer but you don't really say like girl streamer true yeah you say girl gamer and again girl is kind of infantilizing a woman so it's just kind of like why does that happen (laughs) yeah and i mean i think it is that it is that thing where it's it's used to push back down and that's why with gaming i think it's probably used the most whereas if we we forced it to be a certain way um you know, because if I put if I put female gamers on YouTube right now and search for it, I will not get as many responses as if I put girl gamers. No. Um, and you know, it, it irritates me because a lot of a lot of people on this fucks me off by being male on this point because a lot of um, guys will do this bullshit excuse of going, oh yeah, but that girl is playing up to the girl gamer thing and they're doing this. Who the fuck cares? No, I do, I do it. do it. It's a good marketing tactic yeah, because they exactly. have popularized this term so much as something derogatory. Now we are reclaiming it and it's like, fine, I'm a girl gamer. You guys are looking up so much. You guys are looking for girl gamers on Instagram, on TikTok. I'm a girl gamer. Yeah, I'm going to use exactly. that like for these people specifically looking for girl gamers. And exactly. that might not be a good thing, but it's all about marketing. All this yeah, is. <laughs> exactly. And it's your fucking choice. That's the, I think that's the difference. Is it's it's with, with, with the term girl gamer and things like that, when it's used when when it's used in any terms men just seem to want to own that as a as a thing of like you're a girl gamer if you're playing up to it then it's your fault that you get any hate it's your fault for this it's like no it's their choice to if they want to embrace that it's their choice if they don't want to embrace that you don't suddenly get some special fucking power just because you can recognize words like it it's never made any sense to me like if i tried to do it the other way if i hadn't of when lockdown was um, was put in for a third time, randomly taken fucking shears to my head and ended up with this shitty trim. Um, and I'd played up to having, you know, the dimples and having the, the fade and all that kind of shit. No one would say anything to me. No one ever does it anyway. No, whenever I kind of say, oh, you just watch me because of dimples or take the piss out of that from my side, nobody ever um, makes the point to me. Nobody ever says it that way because it doesn't matter. You know, the worst I get is, oh, yeah, you are pretty or something like that. Whereas if you did that and you said that, it'd be like, oh, yeah, f-, you know, you'd get all the comments. None of which the fastest way to make hard. someone angry at you on the Internet is tell them that you think that you're great. You think you're successful. Yeah. You think you're attractive. Someone will come in and tell you, no, you're not. And it doesn't make any sense. Like women aren't allowed to enjoy things. And I know that's a very harsh statement to say, but literally like you do a fun dance on TikTok and you'll get hate for it. You take a yeah. cute selfie of yourself and you post it, you'll get hate for it. Like literally anything that you want to do to make yourself feel good or that you find interesting, like even just playing video games, you're going to get hate for it. It's just... Yeah everything is framed in such a way to put down women and it sucks i have a like twitter draft that i haven't posted yet that i really like but i haven't found the right time to post it that just kind of the way that like women are always put in the wrong like why is it always framed and this is a very different topic it's just another example why is it always framed like she slept her way to the top but never he abused his position of power for his own benefit. It's always the woman in the wrong. We don't know what that, obviously that's just a situation made up out of nowhere and it's probably happened in real life many times, but Mm. it's always framed with the woman in the wrong, no matter what happened. We don't know what happened, but the woman is always wrong. Like that is how things are framed. Weinstein, even when he was going through the courts, there were still people that saying, oh, well, those actresses knew what they were doing. Mm. Yeah, because it was the only fucking thing they could do at the time. Because if they'd have said anything else, it wouldn't have mattered. And that's the, kind of the point. Um, it is it is that kind of, it's, it's just batted back. And it must be mm-hmm. hellish. So, I mean, 
in a wider point for, for us, because it's obviously is a mental health um, podcast, and this is mental health, guys. If you're wondering, this this does come onto it. Don't don't at me. Fuck you. I don't care if you want to get into that. Um, you know how is how do you think it's affected you personally being on something like Twitch or TikTok when you get the hate? Because obviously there's. I'm going to be very assumptive here. My apologies. There is a bravado and a facade that you and all of us, I don't care, I've had this discussion with other streamers, all of us put on. You know, whether it's just that we're actually an asshole off stream and then we put a smile on and we're nice to people, whether it's we're, um, we're depressed as fuck, we come on and then suddenly, oh, how is everyone? I'm, I'm wonderful. Whatever it is, there is likely a facade and uh, bravado that you put on and that is shown by the, the quickness of banning people or whatever. How do you think it's affected you in a real sense in terms of your mental health by all the, the like the one I said at the beginning of people just basically coming on and going, look, I've got this size cock. It's like, who the fuck cares? But how has it affected you? Like, do you come to the end of streams and just feel like, I don't think I want to go back on there? Or, you know, what, what does it do for you? I never feel that way. Uh, right. I will admit that I've definitely got tougher skin since I started streaming. And as I pointed out earlier, if I had started this when I was in my late teens, my early 20s, I would have been affected far greatly, like far more than what I'm currently affected by. Because I'm at a stage of my life where I don't really give a shit what people think unless I know them. Uh, unless I would take advice from them, I'm not going to like believe an insult from them. Like I'm not going to take criticism or feedback from someone that I don't respect and know. Like, so I, I can take everything that they give to me, it doesn't really like sit with me that much. Um, every now and then I do get a bit anxious on TikTok when I've replied to someone and I'm just like waiting for their reply back. Cause you just know they're going to go straight to insulting you because as soon as they can't just like, they can't disagree in a healthy way, they'll just jump to insulting you for some reason. I don't know. Not everyone just, you just get a bit anxious. Cause it's like, they're just awaiting an insult. <laughs> When's yeah. it going to happen? But yeah, generally I don't think my mental health has been too affected. Um, and I'm very lucky in that if someone does come in, especially on Twitch, like this is probably why TikTok makes me anxious and Twitch doesn't because on Twitch, if someone insults me, there will be an immediate reaction from my community. The people that watch me will immediately jump on that and tell them where to shove it. I even have an emote of, um, like a man throwing something away in a trash can just to like, <laughs> they are a trash person, <laughs> like, uh, just to like kind of use when that sort of thing happens so on twitch i feel like i have the support they know what's going to happen they know that this person's going to get banned immediately and i can just have a little bit of fun with them whereas on tiktok obviously i'm not live on tiktok at the time and it's just like oh i'm off stream i'm trying to relax and someone's about to insult me <laughs> but yeah. yeah i definitely am glad that i waited so if anyone is watching this and you're a bit younger and you're just not like you're feeling a bit anxious about streaming i would wait until you feel a bit more confident about it just because it it can be quite harsh <laughs> um but yeah like i think i i mean i started in a very good space in my life <laughs> so do you think um that because obviously i mean everyone's mental health is a bit scuffed at the moment anyway because yeah um those of you that that aren't in the uk um uh, both me and Sophie are in the same exact same position because the tears have gone now. Although I think we're probably in the same tier anyway because I'm in Kent, so we were fucked from the start. Um, we seem to be the the problem with the rest of the country because it's the Kent fucking mutation. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know we're in lockdown, so we can't really go out that much um, or, or do that much. So there is that kind of isolationist um, kind of idea at the moment as well. So do you think that bizarrely? having even kind of even when it's hate thrown at you online 
that it's been it's been a, a, not a good thing but it's been kind of no <laughs> i know what you're trying to get at and no yeah uh, right, okay I, like i i can appreciate maybe on the smaller stream or just any interaction is probably helpful yeah. at this point and my mental health has gone like up yeah. and down a lot during lockdown but that has nothing to do with my online presence right. but i've only had like being online and streaming only ever makes me feel more positive in that respect i don't get enough hate every stream to, yeah. for it to affect me and i would rather like personally i'd rather they just don't turn up at all i'd rather not get that hate at all and just deal with the nice people even if that means i get less viewers like that's fine i'd rather have a nice community yeah. who know what i'm about um and yeah i i just yeah they could exit my stream and no one ever come back to insult me and i just never grow again and that's fine by me <laughs> yeah that's cool i mean yeah luckily you knew what i was trying to say um but yeah it is, it is quite uh, interesting and obviously i think if you're a smaller streamer you might be more thankful for the interaction or yeah. some people i know some people that love to banter back and forth with these types of people i just don't have the patience or the time for that so like if you're someone that thrives in a situation where you can just let it out at these like horrible toxic people just giving as good as you're getting like not going too far just keeping it equal energy um i think that's probably good for them because they have like an outlet yeah i'm finding i don't have a way to like outlet my stress right now but that's not the way that i want to do it i want to i want to go to the gym <laughs> i want to lift heavy things and put them down again but that's <laughs> not an option you need to get a punching bag on your amazon um <laughs> list uh yeah i mean i i tend to shout at the person and then ban them immediately i do know people that tend to be the idea of timing them out because they want them to kind of be there and i'm i'm trigger happy like you are I'll, I'll shout at them first but i am like oh you fucked up ban uh, you know, oh, see, I'm, I'm good with timeout because a lot of the time if someone comes in saying something where they're objectifying me or sexualizing me, if mm. I time them out, they can't be bothered to wait and they will leave and go find someone else, which again, isn't a good thing, but this Twitch allows this to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, there's so many different tools on there. So, I mean, I think we've kind of gone everywhere on, on this. I'm sure there's other stuff that we could get onto. And if we were, um, if it was actually a pub drink and we both had the whiskey, you only seemingly have the whiskey at the moment, then we could get onto 50 different more um, uh, topics around it. But um, is there anything that you would like to specifically say to anyone listening? If there's anybody still with, you know, if we're, you're listening to us in the background as you sleep, that's fine. But is there anything that you'd like to kind of say to anybody in terms of how, you know, is being female streamer or your mental health and how you could deal with it as a as being because you've you're in in you've been in stem for instance so mm. how it is for that anything like that at all is there anything that you'd like kind of like to conclude on i think i just want to like highlight some of the things we said again just yeah. like never trust a politician regardless of what side they are um don't <laughs> don't take don't accept insults from people you would never take advice from like don't let it affect you they they mean nothing to you um what else if you are a white cis male your opinion is worth a lot your opinion is worth more than mine it sucks to say that but it is valued genuinely more than mine so we need your help so be a good person amplify voices and the last thing i was gonna say is i very much encourage speaking to or trying to like navigate communities that are very vastly different to your own social bubble because what's taught me that over the years, like I said, I've got very, I've got a lot of Tory family members and just trying to talk to them and trying to understand. And that's why I'm like, okay, I know they're just trying to do what they think is best. Like most people aren't hateful. Most people aren't villains. So try and get out of your social bubble and understand why people think a certain way 
unless it's something that's a complete deal breaker for you and going to cause you stress, as I pointed out earlier with the pro-choice thing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, where possible, just always expand your horizons, talk to as many people as you can. And I think that's everything. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I I have to defend myself there. I wasn't elected politician. We can trust some of us, um, but I mean, you know what I, know, I mean. Like, I know what you mean. I was it was not on a personal I, level. No, I know. <laughs> I completely understand. I was being jokey, but yes, um, you, you know, work with it as well. But um, I, I absolutely agree with the, the final comment as well. Um, there's um, a YouTuber called Evan Edinger. He's actually on Twitch as oh. well now, and um, he's he did a post if i if i find it i will put it down below if mm -hmm. i can find it evan if you find it don't don't claim me for putting it on there you know i'm trying to help um so it's about the fact that he used to be a very different person and that when he went to university and that the communities and different societies and stuff how he's now turned to what he is so absolutely if you can get into different communities discords you know i i i know someone on twitch who was a trump supporter and when i spoke to them it was because they genuinely had been brought into the idea that it wasn't right for, for Biden. They weren't, they, you know, they couldn't give a shit about any of the hate. They, they're given completely Trump's different information to make their choices on. They're fed exactly. completely different things, different exactly. articles. So yeah. it's not completely bizarre that they think that way. It's just yeah. have the patience to understand and try and reason with them. Yeah. I'm not a good example of that, but I'm trying to get better. It's definitely a goal of mine. <laughs> yes, it can be difficult. And obviously, as you say, with, with deal breakers, you know, if they voted for Trump because he wants to, you know, get rid of black people, then that's, that's a different discussion. But, mm -hmm. and you know, a lot of the time it isn't, people aren't good or bad. It's not that fucking simplistic. Yeah. Read some Hobbes or some Rousseau and, you know, have fun with it if you can understand it. And that's not a derogatory thing. I still don't understand it. And as I say, I have a fucking master's degree in politics. Um, it's difficult. So, but yes, thank you so much for, for joining me um, tonight. If you want to go and see either of us on Twitch, probably not me because you're just going, that fucking never shuts up. But if you want to listen to any, either of us on Twitch, um, both links will be below. So just click, come over. You don't have to follow either of us. If you come over and you see, and you're just going to go, oh, you no, know you what? You have to follow me. <laughs> if you just, if you go there and just going to go, you know what? I don't actually like either of them now, or I've watched some old um, VODs and fuck them, then don't. You know, this isn't the, the bullshit from the, the wholesome and positivity bullshit that goes on. If you don't like us, don't follow us. But if you do, if you want to interact, please do follow us. Um, and yeah, interact. And uh, hopefully we can be the, the people you want to interact with. So thank you very much, um, everyone. Thank you very much, Sophie. And we will see you next time where we will have someone from the NHS to speak to. Cheers, everyone.